In this episode of the Exploring Information Security Podcast, how to get a DerbyCon ticket. Welcome to the Exploring Information Security Podcast, where you will learn, explore, and grow your security mindset. I'm your host, Timothy D. Block, and in this episode, we will be exploring how to get a DerbyCon ticket. So it's been a while since I've done a solo episode, and with DerbyCon tickets releasing uh, recently in the controversy that followed, I figured it was a good time to do another one. I also miscalculated uh, how many episodes I had in the hopper, and I went to Converge B-Size Detroit, great conference by the way, and then realized I don't have anything for this Sunday. So I'm going to go ahead and just do a solo one. I think it's also relevant in that, you know, explaining how to get a DerbyCon ticket. There are several different ways, even though the conference sold out within like negative two minutes. So for those that aren't aware, DerbyCon planned to release tickets at 1 p.m. on Saturday, last Saturday. I believe that was May 6th and at 1 p.m. And apparently they, they release a little bit early every year. This hasn't been an issue before because usually they'd sell out. You know, the first time I actually learned of DerbyCon, they sold out like two weeks before the event. And then the next year is like a, a month, two months before. And then last year they sold out within like hours. And then this year, uh, because they released a little bit early, they actually sold out within like three minutes. And they released uh, five minutes early. So <laughs> anyone that actually logged in to try and get tickets at the actual release time kind of got hosed a little bit. This has been uh, put out there before on podcasts and in other places. Uh, and I know someone that I work with was able to get them uh, pretty early. He said he was on about 15 minutes early hitting F5. So he knew about it. So apparently it was out there, but a lot of people didn't. And this is where the controversy kind of came from and that people you know, signed up, expected to get some tickets, and, and then didn't end up with tickets. So uh, the DerbyCon organizers have actually written up a blog post about what they plan to change for next year. They're going to limit tickets to three or four tickets per person, and they will release on time. So it'll still be a little bit of an F5 battle and a little bit of a race to get tickets, but there are other avenues for, 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 to get DerbyCon tickets. So, for example, one of the ways that you could get tickets was if you signed up for training. So I signed up for training the Monday before they released tickets on Saturday, and even that was a little bit crazy. I had actually gone to lunch. I was going with someone that we planned to go 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 to lunch that day, and so it overlapped a little bit with them releasing training. Ended up getting a text from my boss saying to sign up for training when it released. I was like, all right, might as well just go ahead and knock this out. And I was happy I did because when I got back to the office, the training that I wanted to get into had actually already sold out. So I was real happy that I went ahead and just signed up during lunch because I did happen to snag a ticket. The other way uh, is to actually submit to DerbyCon. Um, and if you get accepted, uh, great. You then, then, um, then you're pretty much at the conference. You get to speak. Of course, you have to have some good content around that. Um, so... It's that's another way to get in. You can also see about finding volunteer opportunities. I, I feel like some of those though are kind of you have to know someone who knows someone to to get in and volunteer. But those are uh, potential opportunities. I will say for a, a conference like DerbyCon, if you volunteer, you better expect to put in some time actually volunteering. This isn't one of those things where you can sign up 
to volunteer and then not show up and then expect to just ride the conference for free because you will be blacklisted and then you're not getting into, you know, not only DerbyCon but but any other conference that knows the organizers and your name is on. So there are there are things like that uh, that that get listed. I have been to several conferences and volunteers almost, you know, there are some volunteers that just don't show up. Maybe some of that's you know because of uh, of something that came up. But you know the, the communication line should be there. It's it's more like the no shows that don't show up, say they're going to help out, and then just don't even bother to show up. That's that's really not a way to conference, and and not, and a good way to get people to not really respect you within the industry. There's also Twitter. So if you follow the DerbyCon official account, they have said that they will release more tickets throughout the the coming months. In fact, I believe right after they sold out, they went ahead and tested out their new process. I think they did some website reworking, something like that. And so released an extra 30 tickets to actually test the website. So that's, you know, if you, if you pay attention to that. Uh, another avenue would be to, um, they are still looking for sponsorships as of this podcast. I'm not, I'm not sure how many, but if you can get your company to sponsor it, they will provide tickets for the event for sponsors. Then there are also contests out there. Um, one that I know of that's been doing it for a while is uh, Breaking Down Security Podcast by Brian Brake. His recent, most recent episode, which released on May 9, 2017, which is titled Zero Trust Networking with Doug Barth and Evan Gilman, he has uh, said that he will announce some information about a CTF that they do every year. I know a, a few people that went through it, and they will, you know, for the winners of the CTF, they will provide uh, a DerbyCon ticket. So that's a, that's actually a freeway. So then, you know, DerbyCon tickets are 175 bucks. So that's, that's a free way to, you know, not only if you can win, get a ticket, but also not have to pay for the actual ticket. So that is one Avenue. And I'm sure there are other, other people doing different contests for, for DerbyCon tickets. So you gotta want to be looking out for those for, for, uh, Brian's, podcast in particular you're, you are going to have to pay attention and listen to each episode to get the the, the latest details on the ctf uh but certainly a, a fun little event you know brian brian's uh, podcast is good so worth listening to like on your drive to work or something the other thing and i'm, I'm kind of jumping back here is going back to twitter is that people will sell tickets throughout uh, leading up to DerbyCon, it gets a little, the, the volume increases as we get closer to DerbyCon. So about a month to even a week before people are selling tickets. So be certainly be on the lookout for those. Uh, I, another time that I feel like tickets might, might become a little bit more available is when speaker notifications go out. That's, I believe, usually around July, August. I, I got my notification a couple years ago in like early August that I was accepted. So if they already, if someone's already snagged a ticket or that ticket had, you know, a ticket earmarked for them, that frees them up to then release their ticket to their extra ticket to, to another person. Usually, uh, they might have a friend, but you know, people go to Twitter to sell this or to sell this stuff usually for face value. I hope people aren't doing it for above, above face value. That'd be kind of kind of shady and a little bit mean so i think that's that's pretty much it there are i mean if someone has another way that they know of absolutely let me know i'd, I'd love to kind of update update like the show notes for this 
Um, but yeah, those there there are still ways to get derby con tickets, and people will just drop out for whatever reason, or they start having a conflict. <laughs> uh, in fact, this past weekend, I talked to uh, one person who said he has to go to a wedding on DerbyCon weekend, and I'm like, why would they schedule it on DerbyCon weekend? I mean, come on. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's like, it's like college is scheduling a wedding on a Saturday in the South during college football season. People that's, that's just not going to work. So yeah, would love to hear anybody feedback or if anyone has any other way that they're, they're hearing about getting tickets, you know, it's, if you didn't get a ticket, you just have to kind of be on the lookout. If someone has a ticket to sell, I would happily be happy to promote it on this podcast. I, I, you know, I know of some that are supposed to be coming. I have again submitted, uh, so I might have an extra ticket. I don't know. I'd release it on the podcast or anything. I've got some friends that are still looking for tickets. So, you know, it's, it's still a long ways away. And really, if nothing else, I don't know if I really want to promote this, but I'm going to now that I've said that is there's also lobby con. So if you just show up, uh, usually derby con is such a great event that people just hang out in the lobby lots and I lobby a lot. And I, I have, I have done that, uh, pretty much for most of the conference. There's not really a lot of talks I go to. And if I attend talks, I, I like to go back to my room now cause they stream it live, which is another way to watch the actual conference as it's going on is you can just stream it. They, they, they did this. I think they first started this last year and it was, it worked out pretty well. There were some hiccups, but for the most part, um, I was able to go back to my hotel room and, and kick my feet back, take off my shoes and just watch watch some of the conf- conference talks that I wanted to see. So that's that's another way to do it. And, and again, the event is just all about community, family, you know, things like that. And so if you just come and show up, you know, you'll you'll probably have a pretty good time, even though you don't necessarily have a ticket. So um, what I fear about recommending something like that is that we have then too many people in LobbyCon. <laughs> so. Uh, I don't know. Like, like I said, tickets are certainly available out there for people that want to go. Uh, you'll actually absolutely need one for the awesome after party and some of the other events that they do. So if you can get a ticket, I would absolutely recommend it. So uh, to kind of repeat all that, and I think Sean Metcalf had a pr- really good t- post at Pyrotech TEK3 uh, is kind of the, the list that I kind of pulled from. Uh, you can sponsor you can buy a training ticket. They're all sold out, but they do have waiting lists. So if someone drops from training, that might be an opportunity. Submit a solid talk, follow at DerbyCon, and then watch Twitter in August and September. And again, uh, one I added on is volunteer. If you can find someone who, who is looking for volunteers for, for DerbyCon. So that's pretty much it. Hopefully this was helpful. Um, that will do it though. Hopefully you learned something. Feedback is welcome at Timothy D Block timothy.dblock at gmail.com or you can hit me up on twitter at timothydblock show notes can be found at timothydblock.com forward slash eis if you enjoyed the show share it with others and rate it on itunes have a good one